Hi! Okay, so if you're listening to this, it's either November 11th, your birthday, or a couple days later, or like whenever because you felt like listening to it again a hundred years later. Anyways, I didn't know what to do for your birthday, and every time I would search up special birthday presents for your best friend, the same five ideas would pop up on YouTube, and they were the really dumb ones like, oh, make cards for the different emotions. You know, that one was like, card for when you're sad, or when you're crying, or when you're scared, or when you're dying, like, such, such dumb cards, okay? So, but like... I don't have a better idea, so like, uh, I'm just literally gonna make a podcast-ish thing for you, and I'm just gonna like rant on it, and yeah, I know it's lame, but like, I got you tickets to see the hottest man to walk this planet ever, so you better like forgive me, we don't talk about (laughs) just kidding, anyways, okay, so be prepared for this to be long, because I don't know how long it's going to take to say all of this um, because I'm about to explain to you how important, perfect, and such a blessing in my life you are to me. So it's going to take a pretty long time. Anyways, I'm saying this all to you this way because if I were to do it in person, I would definitely leave some things out and I'm probably going to accidentally leave some things out today too, but this helps me be organized with my thoughts. So... I'm just going to jump into it. Happy freaking 17th birthday, Reina. I've known you for five years now. The other day, my mom mentioned Diwali auntie, Arya's mom, because we were talking about who to invite for Diwali and stuff. Anyways, she mentioned her and I immediately was filled up with this feeling of hatred because of how she acted towards my mom when my mom needed her the most. She was my mom's best friend, and regardless of knowing what my mom almost did to herself that night, my mom begging to talk to her, she didn't respond and left my mom where she needed her the most. I'm saying all this because I was thinking about how much I resented her for this when you popped up into my head. And suddenly, I was filled with so much gratitude. I can't even explain to you. Because I'm so damn lucky to have you in my life. You're less of a best friend and more of like half of my soul, basically. Because I know for a fact that no matter what happens in the future, you'll always be there for me. You would never do what my mom's best friend did to her. There are a lot of things I'm unsure about regarding my future. But one thing I'm sure of is that you'll always be there for me and I'll always be there for you always no matter what i swear to god i wish everyone would have someone like you in their life i wish my mom had someone like you someone who would stick by her no matter what i'm sure you've said it to me multiple times that you'll have my back and always be there for me but that's not what convinced me everyone says those things i don't know what convinced me but somewhere in the last five years since i met you all the small things you did or I don't even know exactly what. But at some point I knew that you were someone I had for life. Someone I could count on for being there for me forever. Is it hard for me to say this? No, not at all. Is it emotional? Yeah, but it's not hard. I thought it would be 
five years ago when I lost touch with my former best friend, Aria. I knew her since I was born. I mean, literally, we were best friends for 12 years. It's a long time. And of course, we said the same things, you know, that we would always be best friends, blah, blah, blah. And so when I finally had to accept the fact that I'd lost her, I never thought I would be able to admit to saying the same stuff to anyone ever again. I needed her, and that's when she wasn't there for me. Making a new best friend was one thing. That in itself was something I didn't think I could do, but I did. And I thought it would be hard for me to get attached to someone like that again because I would be too scared to lose them like I lost her. I didn't want it all to blow up in my face again. So I thought it would be hard to have a best friend again, or at least have one that I could trust not, that I could trust, or to have one that I believed would actually stay with me forever. But you made it the easiest thing ever. You quite literally trapped me. (laughs) I don't know when or how, but before I knew it, there you were, proving all my fears wrong. I remember in seventh grade, you always had a huge smile on your face. And no matter how much I wanted to not like you because of the stupid stereotypes I had formed, you made it so freaking hard because you were so warm, so happy. And before I knew it, I'd invited you to my house. Eventually, we got closer and closer. We shared the same stupid sense of humor and the same love for so many things. You taught me so many things, influenced me in some good ways, some bad, but mostly good. (laughs) You became such a huge part of my life. You became more than a best friend. So, so, so much more. And a year ago, what I thought was an impossible task, calling someone else my best friend and actually for real believing that they would stick with me forever, what I thought was the hardest thing a year ago, without me even realizing it, you made it the easiest thing to do ever. I know you'll always be there. I mean, it's the one constant thing I know I'll have. And I'm so grateful for that, more than I'll ever be able to express to you in this lifetime. You fit into my life so easily. It's like when you go to solve a puzzle and you immediately recognize that one piece out of the hundreds. The one piece that you that you just know what other piece it attaches to. That's like you. The one puzzle piece out of the hundreds. Out of the hundred possibilities in my life so far, one thing that's c- consistent in all of them is you being my best friend. Let me give you one example example out of the hundreds. This actually happened today when I'm recording this on November 9th. So I was in the car today with my mom and I was talking about all the stuff that went down between, um, between me, you, and Suhani on our chat the other day. My mom said she always had this weird sense about Suhani, like there was just something about her that my mom has never been able to get over. She doesn't even know what it is, but because of this, she can't get as close to Suhani. So while we were talking about this, I mentioned how some time ago you and I were talking about how our mothers always know best, even if in the moment we don't want to admit it. Like how your mom came up to you that day and said the thing about Jelly Bean and you couldn't let it go because you knew it was right. Or when you were telling me about how your mom never liked your old friend group and you never listened to her because... 
obviously because they were your best friends at the time, but years later, she was right once again. Just like that, my mom had mentioned these things about Suhani two to three years ago. And I got so pissed because who is she to talk about one of my really good friends that way? But there's a part of that which is right. Anyways, getting to the point about how you're my puzzle piece in the hundreds of puzzle pieces, <laughs> I asked her what she thought about you. I was like, did you ever think anything bad of Reyna? And she got this really strange look on her face, like she wanted to say something but didn't know how to. And a couple seconds later, she looked at me and said, you know, Sarah, I see myself in Reyna. And I was like, okay, done. So you're like my best friend forever. You're mine and you cannot leave me, okay? At that point, I was like, I picked the right one. I picked the right puzzle piece. And I'm not kidding when I tell you that my eyes filled with tears when my mom said that. I was so incredibly happy. She said, and I quote, I see myself in Reyna. I don't know why, but I feel like she's another version of me. And with Suhani and Reyna, it's the opposite. Suhani has never done anything wrong, but I still can't make myself get closer to her. But Reyna has done so many things wrong and so many things I want to hate her for, but I just physically cannot. There is something in me that just doesn't let me dislike her at all. And then she brought up all of my friends and then she was talking about all the stuff and she was like when all three of you were getting ready for Halloween and I came up I could see how Suhani tried to blame you for being really late for being ready late and she was a little salty about it and how you guys were late to trick-or-treating now but when Reina and me needed to go to a party or something in the past for example and you were both getting ready in the bathroom and you're like an hour late, you still are always having fun. You never feel like, oh my god, I'm missing out on a party that we should be at right now. You guys have fun in each other's company, and I really admire that about your friendship. It's like, even if you were in hell and you were there together, you would be happy. I literally can't say it better than my mom just did. I don't know how to explain your importance in my life. It's so simple. But so necessary. You just fit. Anyways, enough of the sappy stuff. Let's move to the more exciting things like New York City. Reyna, we literally need to get into NYU or any school in New York City, okay? Like, I don't even care. It just, like, it just needs to fucking happen, okay? I'm gonna paint, I'm gonna paint you a picture. Ready? By the way, in this version, you're single because New York City is just more fun like that. Um, in the beginning, and I can make you a with boyfriend edition later as per your request, okay? But this one's not like that. Okay, so picture painting time. Ready? Okay, so imagine it's a Friday morning in the city, okay? And we both have one class that day. I have mine first, so I get up and head um, to class before you get up. You get up later by the sounds of the cars honking, the sounds of random street music, and the sounds of the city. You wake up and there is sunshine flooding your small cozy room in our small cozy New York City apartment. You walk out into the main room and put music on the speakers and cut up some strawberries to eat before breakfast. You get ready for your class. 
some of your clothes from the thrift store that we practically sold out last weekend when we went thrifting. Stern is a pretty close walk and the weather is really good. So you pop in your AirPods and walk to your class. Two hours later, once class is done, we agree to meet up with our small group of friends at a small restaurant for lunch. We get there and eat the amazing city food. Then we walk back to our apartment together. We don't have much work because it's a Friday and we push the little, little work that we do have to be completed over the weekend. We change into comfy clothes and get ice cream and tiramisu and binge a couple episodes of Sex Life season like four, I don't know. <laughs> we get a call from our mutual friend after telling us that they're planning on grabbing pizza in an hour and then heading to the club. We say we're free and start getting ready. You know, wearing them hoey dresses and really hot makeup because we're free, bitch. Ain't no parent or anyone around critiquing our dresses or how much we're showing or if our makeup looks makes us look too old. Anyways, after we're ready, we get into a taxi and head to the pizza place where we eat and have fun. Then we walk to the club nearby. Everyone's dancing, we drink and drink and drink, find some brads, have our fun with them, dance without a care in the world because we made it. We're two hot best friends in New York City living the freaking dream. So who cares if it's one in the morning? Who cares if it's two? Who cares if you aren't best friends with the really hot man who's giving you the time of your life right now? Maybe he owns a motorcycle and takes you on a ride in the dark with the city lights shining all around you. Who cares? No one, because we deserve that. That much freedom for once in our life. And whoever our designated driver is for the night takes us home. Maybe we wander the streets of New York City at 2 in the morning with our drunk-ass friends doing the most nonsensical BS things. Because who cares? And at the end of the day, we somehow get back to our apartment in the city and we crash on our be beds. All in one day, you know, because we're living the freaking dream. And we will li live the dream. And it will happen. Okay, so painting picture segment of this is over. But one day it will be reality. It will be. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Anyways, this is getting really long, but... I just wanted you to know how grateful I am to have you. You are, without a doubt, the best present life has ever given me. And just so you know, I will go through hell and back to make sure I never lose you because I can't. And if I ever did, if I ever did, some of the colors in my life will fade away because you make everything just that much better. When you're coming over, I never have to plan or stress about if we have enough things to talk about because we always end up having the best time. And even if we don't have anything to talk about, it's not awkward because you're just like another part of myself. I don't need to be someone else around you and I love you for that. I love that there is one person in this world that I know I can always talk to, that I know will never judge, and I know will love me no matter what that I know will always be by my side and that I know I can always be myself around. Because not only do you not judge me for when I act like myself, but you love me for that. And I'm so, so incredibly grateful for you, Reyna. And just remember, I'm always there for you no matter what, no matter when.
And I don't know how you feel, but even if I can make you feel half as secure and loved as you make me feel, then I'm happy. And remember, you deserve the most in this world. The most out of everything. You're special. The most special, so do not settle for anything less than you deserve. And at the end of the day, do what's best for you. I'm asking you to please, please, please do what you want. And don't let anyone make you feel trapped if they don't have to. As much as it hurts me to say this, if you ever, ever feel like I'm holding you back, then please fucking leave, okay? I'm not even joking. I'll hate you, but if you tell me that you did it for you, then I'll be proud and I won't hold anything against you. Because what I'll be doing more in that moment than hating you is loving you. Because I will always, always love you more above anything else that you make me feel. I'll be happy if I know that you're doing it for yourself, for making yourself happier. So don't let anything or anyone hold you back. You deserve more than being trapped, and you are so full of so much potential. You can do so many things. There's a light in you that represents your will to be free, to be independent, your happiness, your smile, your warmth, your brightness, your intelligence. And I'll never ever forgive myself if I by any way dim dim that light of yours. So if anyone or any event or any experience dims that light in you, let it go. Because you deserve much, much, much more than that. You deserve the absolute best of the best in this world. And just remember, everything will work out at the end. I promise. I love you so, so, so much. I love you to the moon and back and a hundred thousand times over. I can't promise you much, but I do promise that whatever happens, I will always, always be by your side and on your side. I love you the most and happy birthday.